Hi, I'm Dino Tripodis. Tonight on the show, two guys who are helping us stay whiskey plentiful from right here in central Ohio. Comedian Jeff Gage will be joining us for some hilarious fun. And for the first time ever during this uh, stay-at-home pandemic, it is the first stay-at-home mistake of the week all tonight on Whiskey Business. Dino Tripodis, and welcome to Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. And my opening comments tonight go to not only the stay-at-home people who have been joining us here for the last few weeks, but uh, more importantly, the working-from-home people. Those of you who have the, the benefit of staying gainfully employed, but have been told to work from home. Um, it hasn't been that much different for me in the last year and a half. I have been working from home, and I got to be honest with you, uh, it's been harder since the pandemic and the stay at home. Why? And I'll tell you why. And I say this with with love and and respect. It's because all of you are home as well. So I, I, I get phone calls and text messages and emails from those of you who are not necessarily working from home, but staying at home. And even if you are working at home, you, you have more free time on your hands. So we're, we're communicating a lot. I'm used to you being at work in an office from nine to five. And then when you get home, contacting me and sharing your stories and humorous anecdotes about life not from 7 30 in the morning till uh 11 30 at night but but for those of you who are working from home this is a rhetorical question you don't have to comment but uh you know are you doing it successfully because i imagine for some people it's got to be harder and i ran across an example of somebody who, who who's stay at home work ethic has to be a little harder. About six to nine months ago, I was visited by two Jehovah's Witnesses. This is not a joke, even though it sounds like a setup for one. <laughs> two Jehovah's Witnesses came to, my door, came to my door, two of the nicest gentlemen, sincerely, that I ever met. Now, I am baptized Greek Orthodox, and I have no desire to change my religious convictions. But these two gentlemen were very polite. And at the time, like everybody else, I sincerely did not blow them off and didn't slam the door in their face. I was nice because they were nice. And I said, I don't have time to talk to you today. And I said, you know, maybe some other time. Well, there were a couple of other times. And they, and this is legitimate, they actually would come to my house when I was pulling out of the driveway or actually had some place to go. And they smiled and they were nice. So we'll come back another time. And honestly, uh, a couple months went by and I hadn't heard from them in a while. And now with stay at home, uh, they obviously can't go knocking door to door to see if I'm available because of safe distancing. So what are they doing? I'll tell you what they're doing. I got an actual handwritten 
two-page letter from one of them who took the time to check in on me and ask me how I was doing through all of this. Yes, he put in some of his, for lack of a better word, sales pitch in there and said that he hopes that once this all passes, that he'll be able to come and sit with me on the front porch because I said, yeah, we'll sit on the front porch and I'll hear you out. And you know what? You know what? When it's all said and done, I want to sit down and I'm going to talk to him. The man has put in his work. And I think just out of sheer respect for that work ethic, I will give that particular man his time to try to convince me that I need to go maybe not so much another way, but a different way in respects to my conviction. So if you're working at home and you're making it work for yourself somehow, good for you. Once again, I am Dino Tripodis, and welcome to Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Tonight, our guest bottle will be from the two gentlemen uh, who I mentioned are helping us stay whiskey plentiful. I always do this wrong. This is from M&O Spirits in Asheville, Ohio. We'll be talking in just a little bit with the two gentlemen responsible, Doug McLaughlin and Mike Orozco will be joining us on the podcast to talk about how they have concocted this little spirit. At a time, they're fairly new to the business. They've entered this field at a really tough time with everything going on, but they will be joining us. Oh, so this is the guest bottle. Yeah, the M&O Spirits Smoke American Whiskey. Ooh. It's young. It's a young whiskey. It's a youngin'. But we'll talk about some of the, uh, as you can see, I've already uh tasted and experimented <laughs> so i know from from once i speak so uh they'll be joining us jeff gage will be joining us and of course joining us each and every week the two gentlemen who i could not do this without john whitney up in my left hand corner and there he is greg hansberry i mentioned earlier that this would be the first, and I think we're going to make it weekly. I think we can stretch and find other so? examples. I think so. Maybe not so much with you, but you definitely. I hope to God not. You, you definitely get to lead it off. Greg Hansberry, ladies and gentlemen, audio producer, John Whitney, video <laughs> producer. But Greg Hansberry is our stay-at-home mistake of the week i gotta up my game man let's, yeah, let's hear on. the story come on once come again on. <laughs> a rhetorical question for all of you to consider in the weeks to come what really asinine stupid thing have you done while you've been staying at home what what ridiculous thing that you would have never done you know if this was a normal life that we had been leading prior to this and hansberry when i got the text from you i said oh my god Tell the people what you were attempting to do and why. Well, it ended with six staples to the skull. Six uh, staples yeah, to the uh -huh. skull. Yes. All right. I, hey, I was just abiding by Dr. Amy Acton and uh, Governor Mike DeWine's uh, 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 rules, you know, saying to go out, enjoy nature, enjoy the parks, enjoy the time outside. Uh, it just doesn't go as well as I planned. Yeah. Yeah. What were you doing? <laughs> well, uh, I, I actually, actually, I have a, a video. You guys, my, uh, jo uh, Johnny, can you share this uh, screen of mine? I can. Uh, yeah, here we go. Ready? All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, this oh. is actually me. Here we go. 
Oh, really? Wow, look at that. Yeah, that was actually <laughs> really me. That was, that was not me. That was not you, but you did have a skateboarding, I had a skateboarding accident. accident. I was out with the boy, out with my kid. I got a seven-year-old son. We were, we were biking, and or uh, he was biking. I was skateboarding, um, and and I mean, it was like a sitcom. I was going downhill on this gravelly path, and uh, just like uh, a, a sitcom, there's a, a tiny little shitty dog comes running out of nowhere. It spooks me. And uh, I do a somersault forward, and uh, the back of my neck slams into a fence post. Oh, wow. um, yeah. Uh, actually, in here, I do have. Let me. Um, I do actually have some some serious Oops. photos. Oh. Um, let me find some uh, pictures you have, here. You have, you have photos. I, I have actual photographs at the scene of the accident I, or in the hospital. All right, here's one, Johnny. Uh, this is me uh, in the back of a squad car. <laughs> Get the mask on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they made sure to yeah, mask at me a time, up. At a time where people are doing everything in, they, in their power to avoid going to the hospital, you just kind of offer yourself up on a silver platter to hey, go to the emergency room. You know, I, I'm, I didn't plan on it, obviously. Hey, Greg, uh, did you know that I actually got some uh, footage from your accident, it was oh, somebody's yeah. cell phone. Somebody else said, "Good, good." Somebody's cell phone. You want to see it? You guys yeah, yeah, see it? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you see my son walking in the background. <laughs> oh, man. That's actually me, uh, yeah. You know, if, <laughs> if, you, if your boy hadn't been with you, I could have uh, seen that in your reaction. So you have six staples in your All right, head. Here, here, show the staple picture here, Johnny, if you could share my video or my picture. There it is. There's oh, one, man. two, yeah, nice and bloody. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I would say that they probably did a concussion protocol, but probably didn't need to because they didn't need, that, to. That, they didn't need to. You have a concussion. No. no. So they. So I, I get on the squad car, and uh, he's like, you're going to need staples, dude. And my blood pressure started going through the floor. So right. he's like, we're going to take you in. I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. And my blood pressure just keeps plummeting. So they go, no, we're taking you in. So they took me in, and this was like straight out of an episode of ER. George Clooney was there. Stat, da, 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 da. So I'm on the table, and they start taking my shoes off. And I'm like, oh, man, I didn't clip my toenails today. Oh, man. <laughs> and then they cut my shirt off. I'm like, ah, oh, damn, that was my shirt. And then, zip, they start taking off my pants. I'm like, oh, man, I hope I manscaped today, which I didn't. I was completely <laughs> naked laying there on the, on the table. For, for a head injury? fucking cut in the head. <laughs> And then they don't. It is protocol. Then I'm all I'm all wired up and everything. And then they don't even uh, uh, like give me any anesthesia or anything. And they, I, I get six staples to the head. You already saw the staples. Boom, 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 yeah. boom. Dude, it was like uh, you know that scene in Forty Year Old Version with, uh, with Steve Carell right. getting the yeah, getting thing. Yeah. It was like just like that. It was the most painful thing I've ever uh, experienced in my life, and I'm just sitting there laughing as loud as I possibly can because of the the agony. <laughs> it, uh, it was miserable. Uh, having had two concussions over the course of my 
career. Um, yeah, it sucks. It sucks yeah. really. And I've told you to lay low. I told you the second day was going to be worse than the actual day of injury because your body's still in shock and you've got all the adrenaline, but once all that starts to subside and everything starts to settle in, yeah. ow, ow, yeah. ow. Yeah, yesterday and this morning was tough. Right. Um, I did get a, a doctor's note. Is this the excuse you? No whiskey business shenanigans from, from your doctor. Yeah. <laughs> so I take it you're not drinking this evening, right? I've got, I've got my ginger ale. I, I mean, honestly, I feel like I've got a, the worst headache of all time. So I'm going to yeah. wait at least till the weekend. That's to, probably wise. Yeah. John, are you drinking? I am. I actually have my bottle of M&O when, when oh, I went to go visit them on Saturday. Nice. And I don't have so, much left. Look at that. Yeah. You got a hold of your bottle number three. earlier than, than me. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm looking forward to talking to the boys about, about their whiskey and just a little bit. Hansberry continued uh, rest and recuperation and, and, and get better. And I'm Thank glad you. you're able to join us tonight. And I'm really so, proud to be the uh, inaugural uh, Mistake of the Week award winner. You are the stay at home <laughs> mistake of the week. How much shit did your wife give you? Yeah, she was pretty pissed. Yeah, pretty yes. pissed. Dude, I'm pretty well, pissed. Well, wait till I get the ambulance bill. Then, dude, she's oh, not going to talk or touch That's me right. for, for a month. That is right. Nice. You have to pay for that. Oh. <laughs> a lesson learned. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how old let are you? Let, let me do, do this business. I'm 36. Come on. 36. I'm 16 at heart. That's like me at 61 going, you know what? I've never ridden a unicycle before, but maybe I'll try it for the first time in traffic. And see what happens. Right. Same hey, thing. Come on. Now's the time to be alive. Get out <laughs> yeah. there and experience <laughs> life. Time to be alive come and on. try to kill myself. If you're not just just... Kill it, trying to kill yourself, are you really living? That's right. <laughs> right. Tomorrow I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out and start dodging code of buses, which you know might take a while because the, the routes have changed and they're not running as frequently. So all right. Uh, all right. Yeah, let me get let right, me real, quick, business business real quick before we get to our guest. Go ahead. While you're uh, suffering from uh, quarantine fatigue, subscribe to Whiskey Business on your favorite podcasting app. Um, then uh, also subscribe on YouTube. Whiskey Business has the unedited video versions available. Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Click on the little uh, subscribe bell right there, and you'll get uh, notifications whenever we have a new episode go live. Um, if you're on Facebook right now, thank you very much. Make sure you like us and friend us and share this link. Thank you. Um, but also you can find all of this at whiskeybusinesspod.com, our newly designed website. Um, it's got all that stuff, plus our shots and uh, whiskey wisdom shots and other other fun content up there. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, share share with all your whiskey loving skateboarding knuckleheads like me. There you go. I want to thank those who are tuning in on Facebook Live. A bunch of our 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 fellow drinkers and listeners: Paul, Anthony, Rick, Andreessen, Brian, Stumpo, John Osbeck, our good buddy Chip, Ralphie Scott. Is taking a night off and joining us, and the one lady in the mix right now is uh, Sarah Miller, who who joined us as well. So thank you, everybody. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Probably not the one that we're accustomed to or used to. I guarantee you that if if everything was normal, uh, we'd be podcasting tomorrow night as opposed to tonight because we'd all be out celebrating as well. So thank you so much 
for spending some of your Cinco de Mayo with us. As we get to our first guests for the evening, Jeff Gage coming up in just a little bit. But right now I mentioned two guys who are helping us stay whiskey plentiful right here in central Ohio as we welcome Doug McLaughlin and Michael Roscoe from M&O Spirits. There they are. Sipping there around. Are. Sure, gentlemen. How yes. We're good, Doug. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the podcast. Nice to have you here. Um, thank you for the uh, for the uh, the bottle of smoke. By the way, that is our guest bottle this evening as well. Mm -hmm. I might add uh, the double double distilled American whiskey. I got to be honest with you. Whenever I come across a, a young a youngin like this, because this is somewhere right around two years of age, I always say, "Eh, you know what? Come back when you when you grow up." And, and get a little older, but I gotta say, lots of lots of lots of uh, interesting uh, notes in the nose. Very fruity, very flavorful, um, and uh, and a pretty smooth finish. Not as much of a lasting finish as I'm accustomed to, but that's it's it's two years old. But this, my friends, is an excellent beginning to whatever MO spirits is supposed to start. So congratulations on a very, very, very tasty and, and drinkable American whiskey. Very nice. So how'd this one come about? Thank you so much for the compliment. That's awesome. Um, so Smoke, um, was that was our first whiskey that we developed. Um, back when we um, started figuring this whole thing out, um, we... We, we, were out, we were out in a bar somewhere in St. Louis, I think, and we were trying to figure out something to do to get out of what we were doing. So I'm like, how hard do you think this stuff is to make? Because we were sitting in a bar drinking some bourbon. And so that started the whole process. Um, and then from that point on, it took us about two and a half years to figure out the mash bill and to settle on what we wanted that flavor to be like. Um, from that point on, um, we consider that our R&D stage um, as we went through the whole process. And then in 2017, we, we got our um, distiller's license, and uh, we've been distilling since uh, early 2018. Um, so like, so I said earlier, like I said earlier on in the podcast, relatively young to the game yeah. of, of, of making yeah. whiskey. Um, now, the and smoke... It's a it's a double double distilled whiskey. It's a four grain mash. It's got a fifty eight percent corn, seventeen and a half percent barley, fourteen uh, percent rye, and ten and a half percent red wheat. Um, red red wheat. It's double distilled. And then when it goes into the uh, new oak charred oak barrel, um, so it's technically a bourbon mash. But when it goes into the charred oak barrel, then we add ten uh, smothered staves into it at the same time so we're double oaking it right at the top i got uh, you those those smothered staves that's what gives us the smoke finish ah, i was going to ask uh, where the smoke came American from whiskey. Mm -hmm. i got yeah. you so as uh, I, I noticed that you you uh lay claim to being the master distiller doug if you're the master distiller mike doug, where do you come <laughs> are you are you in the, are you have anything to do with the creation of the whiskey no, he won't First let me anything. All right, so how do you two how do you two come together as M and O to make this product? Uh, and, and I'm addressing this more to Mike on your side. Mike, where do you? Where, how did you say? Okay, I'm in. When 
when Doug started talking about uh, he thinks he could make this, um, I, I literally went like this, like, well, what's it going uh, <laughs> to take? And then ever since then, uh, I'm the O of the M&O. He still has his name first on it, but uh, it's alphabetical. I, I fund mm. I still fund it a little it's alphabetical. bit. Alphabetical. It's alphabetical. So, you know, I can, hold on. I can't help but notice uh, that that Doug and Mike off remind me a lot of the two EMT workers who picked me up with all the, <laughs> with all the equipment and the outfit. You guys, yeah. where's uh, your face masks, guys? Hansberry, Hansberry's probably hallucinating a little bit. <laughs> uh, that's that's the concussion, <laughs> concussion talking. Uh, uh, how much? How much of the? Uh, how much of the budget has gone into the into the fine looking shirts you both are wearing? Those are that right there. That was a that's a pretty penny right there. You know, we each have one shirt and we have to wash it. But we each got one. We can only afford one at a time. Now, now, now Mike, you, you jokingly said that you just reached back into your said, you know, what's it going to take? How much and so forth. But when we've had these conversations with distillers who are just starting. I mean, obviously, to get to the point where you're making whiskey, distributing whiskey, and that whole process involved, it, it, it takes a relatively pretty penny. So if Whitney and Hansberry and myself decided to one day collectively say, you know what, we keep talking about whiskey, let's make some whiskey, do it. what was the very, very, very first step from an affordability standpoint, that got you into the process of making whiskey. What was that very first thing that you bought that says, we're going to need this to start, and it cost this much? Okay. The so technical term would be the R&D stage. Are we talking about the R&D stage? Or are we if you want to call it the R&D stage, I'm going to call it the, how much is this going to fucking cost to get going stage? <laughs> Okay, so once we got the building and we started the build-out, um, the whole R&D stage was um, in my basement. Maybe, so maybe. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but that was the learning stage. That was the whole um, 26 batches to figure out where what we wanted it to be. But um, once we got the DSP going, uh, which is the, the DSP. license. Okay. Uh, the distiller's license from the federal government. Um that's that's at the point where now you can start distilling uh, legally in in your place of, place of business. So um, to get to that point, we were at about uh, well, we started small. We we started with a fifty gallon still and 50, 50 gallon mashes at a time. So everything is very small batch. Um, to get to that point, um, we're probably at about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Uh, just to get to that point, probably um, closer to two hundred thousand. Once you add up all the lease payments and all the all wow. the stuff that it costs to run the building, um, so my retirement is invested in this business. <laughs> okay. So yeah. uh, now your your retirement uh, is invested in this business. Are you? Uh, and and, and I, I apologize if I'm being disparaging in any way. Are you considerably older? Than your partner here, and and uh, and and Mike is your retirement invested in this whole process as well. I'm 52, but I feel like I'm 80. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> um, and Mike, what, what do you? 
I, I'm, I turned 50 this year, so yeah. this this is our retirement. Yes. Yeah. We'll, yeah. This we'll is it. So you guys have retirement. you guys have gone full. Uh, put put the whole nut in. I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, we're going to be in 14 years. It's going to be awesome. Then you're going to have a, a, an established brand. Does that, does that, does that, does that but, 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 but just for the sake of argument, just for the sake of argument, I mean, you guys are doing something obviously that you both love to do. And Doug, uh, aside from loving bourbon and loving whiskey, when, when you took on the responsibility of developing a mash bill and, and coming up with, you know, the proper ingredients you think that would make a tasteful and appealing whiskey that people would love to buy. Dear God. I mean, that's a huge risk. That's a huge risk. What if, yeah. he, what if, what if after you said 26 attempts, if I remember correctly, what if after 26, yeah. what if after 30 attempts you, you discover like, I suck at this. I can't do it and as much <laughs> as I want to. I suck. This is the worst <laughs> shit ever. What are we going to do now? That's when, you I close, mean, that's when you close the wallet. That's when you close the wallet. Right. Well, at least you could drink the byproduct and not remember your, your, uh, there you go. Remember anything about your retirement. So it'll we, work started, out. we started off with a, uh, tasters club, uh, the first few rounds, um, through the whole, uh, R and D stage. We started short with a, a few people, a few friends, close friends, uh, that we could trust with sampling our product and get some feedback from them. Um, you you went with friends, or you went with you went with friends, or you went with strangers. Uh, we went with friends, and then we went with their friends. So we reached out to the next level. But you still have to keep it kind of close knit because um, uh, R and D in Ohio is uh, probably frowned upon. Yes, yeah, it's probably frowned upon. <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe you should so call we, it R and D. Maybe you should just call it a party. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Early uh, retirement. Yeah. As that Tasters Club grew, um, it ended up in front of uh, 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 people whose opinion we valued. Um, and, and we finally got to a stage where uh, we felt uh, the product we were making was worthy of our name. Okay. Fair enough. And before you got into this world, what were you both doing? prior to this and are you still doing it in order to supplement and pay the bills and whatnot? So what do you guys do? What did you, what did you do before this and are you still doing it? So we work together. Well, I, I'm an audio engineer, Mike, we both work in video production. So I'm an audio engineer. Mike is anything and everything you need to make a, a production happen. So, he works grip, lighting, gaffer, electric, anything. Um, but for the past 20 years, we've worked together doing during, doing shoots and um, um, film stuff and video shoots and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, so that's why we're, we're, we're on the road all the time doing, doing stuff. Um, so that's why we ended up in a bar somewhere out in St. Louis thinking about how do you make this stuff? Um, is because after a 14, 15 hour day, we're sitting there trying to catch some food and drink some, some good bourbon, trying to figure out what's our next step after this. So yeah, they had 150 grand, we, yeah. uh, to squeeze together. That's surprising. That's right. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> and Dino, that's how I found out about these guys. Our, our, mutual, video, our mutual guys. friend, uh, our mutual friend, Wayne sells knows these guys. Okay. And so, Wayne, and Wayne was like, you should talk to these guys. They have a, a company called MO Spirits and they're making their own whiskey. I'm like, well, two guys in production? 
<laughs> yeah, right, right, sound guy? right. Sound guy. So prior to this, you their guys clerks were... are uh, so nice and and uh, dress so well. <laughs> I know. So you you're doing you were doing for other people what what we do collectively and creatively in, in the in the community as well. So we so we're all so. What you're saying is, and this is me <laughs> taking liberties. What you're saying is, is that John Whitney, Greg Hansberry, and I need to go on a shoot in St. Louis, get drunk in a bar, and say, oh, uh, we should make whiskey. <laughs> yeah. So who's got $150,000? I used to. I don't have it anymore. What's that? Yeah. All right. I'll tell you what. Um, uh, let me let me let me say hi to some people who have just joined us. Uh, my my daughter is saying hello, and Chip wants to know where we can find the guest bottle. Let's let before we get up and take a little tour of the place. Can we do that? Can we get a little snapshot of what you got going on there? Can yeah. you take a? Can yeah. we get a little little sneak of the distillery? This is the yeah. uh, M smoke. It is not the only product they have available there at M They've got much like a lot of distilleries that start off. Um, they make their they make their own vodka, and uh, oh, they also have hand sanitizer as well. Good, hopping on that on that as well. You got your own vodka. Vodka pays the bills right out of the gate because it doesn't take anything to to to. I mean, it takes obviously some love and some effort, but you can put the vodka <laughs> out r real quick and to pay the bills. Um, one of the other products that we make that's uh, it's also won a gold medal in a, in a national competition is the Tada, uh, which is a it's a white whiskey. It only ages for three hours in a toasted oak cask, but it's made from red wheat and malted barley. But it has uh, it's called Tada because it's sweet like tequila, smooth like vodka. So Tada, Tada, Tada. But also, are you ready in, in, in three hours? So Tada. And yeah, drink. Yeah. That's what I thought. And it's, yeah. And it's I, I see the vodka. I see the smoke, the ta-da, and the, what is that? Pumpkin? Pumpkin, pumpkin spice what? holiday uh, holiday spirit. Very uh, nice. Oh, wow. It, it, it's made from our bourbon mash, but we add 26 pounds of pumpkin to that mash, and then we ferment it out, distill it twice, and then age it. Um, we're not allowed to call it anything except a spirit because it has fruit in it. So, But mm -hmm. it's an excellent... It's an excellent whiskey uh, that drinks like a whiskey, finishes with uh, pumpkin and spice. So Very nice. Not, not like a latte. It's it's an actual whiskey that's really smooth that finishes with pumpkin and spice. Our, our vodka is pumpkin. Is, you know, our vodka is potato vodka. Um, and the way we distill it, um, we get rid of that medicinal smell and we get rid of the, the, the crazy, nasty aftertaste most vodka has. So it's a very... Um, everybody that's tried it is very impressed with how it how it drinks and how it finishes. Uh, uh, I know that this is uh, available at, at a couple of our favorite liquor establishments here in Central Ohio, over at uh, Chateau Spirits, over on Polaris Parkway, and also yes, yes. Uh, at Wylands in uh, Clintonville, Giant Eagle Stores in Grandview, and of course they can come down there and pick it up as well down in Asheville. Uh, yeah, so we're. Right now, since I mean, we just started selling our products uh, in July of 2019, so um, if, if it's not in a place where you buy your whiskey, please <laughs> request it and ask for it. That will start a uh, question and answer process for me that we can actually get into more 
more venues. So right now we're in seven locations, seven agencies, and uh, that's our next step. Right now it's really hard to market with this COVID-19 thing going on. So right. if, if people I, can ask for it, that would actually help us. Um, yeah, like I said, you, you know, you're, you're entering this world at a, at, a, at a tough time. I mean, you entered it before yeah. this all happened, but in order to expand and, and grow your, your product and your line, this is a tough time. So we're happy to, to lend some support. Let's take a quick look around uh, before we get to our friend Jeff Gage, who's coming up here in just a little bit. So why don't you, uh, you take us around, give us a little little tour of what we got going on there. And uh, Brian Stumpo says, Dino, I believe we've already discussed this idea. Yes, Brian Stumpo and a couple of other uh, friends from the Italian Club, we've actually talked about starting our own uh, whiskey brand. <laughs> yeah, we have. We have. Not to not to leave Hansberry and Whitney out, but uh, we have discussed it. All right, what we got, Doug? Show us where we're at. Everything we do at m and is, um, is, is small scale, so it's, it's 50 gallons at a time. We have got two mash tons going on here. Um, right. So everything's, um, and then when, once we've done mashing, we transfer to our fermentation. Fermentation is done in 50 gallons at a time. You see it? Nice. And then, um, uh, I can smell it. I can smell it from here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> once we're done fermenting, we move on to the still. We distill it out. Once we, uh, so every 50 gallon mash that we distill, we get about 14 gallons out. We, we collect three or four of those. We put it back in, distill it out again. Some of our stuff is distilled. How's your framing? Some of our stuff is distilled twice. Some of it's distilled three times. Some of it's distilled four times. Um, but at the end of that process, then we go into our aging process, which goes into our rick house. Um, which is you got here. your you got your own this, little rick house. This is okay. all the money making process right here. That's just sitting yeah. here waiting to go. Um, but all right. uh, and we're um, we just bought a two hundred gallon still. We're waiting on um, uh, for delivery for the two hundred gallon still, and that's going to increase our production um, four times. So we're going to go from one barrel every two and a half three weeks to one barrel every week. So. Uh, it's okay. Gonna, it really increase what we're doing here, so we're we're excited about that. Excellent. Um, but we'll head back to the camera. How many hours a day are you spend in there? Um, I'm down here about average fifty hours a week down here making making whiskey, um, doing the process, um, and then I'm, we're still I'm still doing shoots to supplement because we're, we just don't have enough agencies yet to. Um, make I got gotcha. you. So we're still, you know, I'm still trying to make money on the side here. So, but other than that, uh, I'm down here 50, 60 hours a week making, making the product. When this All quarantine right. stuff is over, do you have like a tasting room? I know John, you, you went down there. Can, yeah. can you go and check it out and, and hang out and, and get a tour and stuff? I mean, when I was there, we had uh, social distancing and we, I tried uh, some other whiskeys and we tried their vodka and, it's very nice. It's, so it's you know, still open. You could go now. <laughs> we're here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna not wrap things up with you completely, but we're gonna take a little break from you guys. And I want to tease everybody with a little sampling that I have here. When John Whitney dropped off my bottle of smoke, he dropped off a little bit of this, and I took some from that bottle right there, which is not yet available from what i understand but will be we'll discuss this little concoction the big secret 
that's coming up a little bit later when we come back to you guys, okay? We'll find out what this is all about because this, this knocked my socks off. That's all I'll say right out of the gate, okay? So sit tight for a little bit. Enjoy my friend coming up here in just a moment. Doug McLaughlin, Mike Orozco, we'll be back with you guys in just a little bit as we welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. He's He's been on Whiskey Business by himself, along with my friend Jake Anarino. He's been a frequent guest on the premise, which we do at Shadowbox Live, and I hope that we get back to doing that at some point and actually get to experience the amazing improvisational comedy of our good friend, Mr. Jeff Gage, everybody. Jeff Gage. Hooray, hooray. Funny man, comedian, gangster, and humorist is what John Whitney decided to put underneath there. How are you, buddy? <laughs> uh, I'm good, thanks. Uh, I just wanted to uh, <laughs> I wanted to ask Emmanuel so already. If, you could, uh, if you could go over the third quarter uh, sales projections. Uh, to the, Emmanuel? The, Emmanuel, yeah, the Philip adult diaper brand. That we're working. <laughs> Am I on the right? Is this the Zoom conference call that we're doing? For I think I'm on the wrong thing here. What is this? Oh, this is whiskey business. Yes, it is oh. whiskey business. What you, you, you think it was? I thought it was the Philip up adult diaper board meeting. No, let's yeah, table. Let's table. Let's table I think that's right after this. Yeah. Yeah, right. You're very, very busy man. I know. Yeah. Working from home, it gets very confusing as to where you're supposed to go and what you're well, supposed I, to do I'm, next. I'm on so many boards, you know. <laughs> the only way we can get, get together. Is, uh, <laughs> I, I know. Adult <laughs> diapers you shouldn't make fun of because uh, I always say it, attorneys are like adult diapers, you know. They're they're easy to make fun of until you actually yeah. need one, and then it's not so fun. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, adult diapers uh, I, is a strong market right now. I hear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dino's in the market. You don't really need them because everybody's staying at home anyway, so you can just yeah. shoot yourself at your at leisure, you know. And that's true. You're gonna affect. You know, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. You know, you, you, we joke about the adult diapers, but I wonder, I wonder how many people have just completely relaxed themselves. And <laughs> no, seriously. How many people have relaxed themselves and just experimented? Like, I don't have to leave the house. I don't have to go anywhere. You know what? I'm going to buy an adult diaper just for fun. Yeah. And I'm going to see what it's like to pee on myself a little bit and see how it works. <laughs> just, just for future, just for a future test to see. Do you know how much have you had to drink? <laughs> I've been drinking since 2 p.m. Okay. Just for the record. Okay. All right. I've been drinking there. I've been drinking the, the, uh, the M and O. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. Just another, just another day. So, Jeff, how seriously? Uh, it, it's something that we've been asking people since we've been doing the remote broadcast. Yeah. Uh, how are you functioning and dealing with with stay at home? Uh, I'm I'm doing okay. I mean, you know, you you only go out when you absolutely have to, and it's the only time where you can actually go into a store wearing a mask and sunglasses and gloves, and nobody. <laughs> Uh, you, you know, uh, it used to be that would automatically socially distance people from you. Uh, you know, everybody would run. It's like, oh, God, what's happening here? And, uh, but people aren't ad adhering to this, right? They're still getting right up on your ass. You know, you have to turn around and that literally like cough on somebody to get them to back up. It's uh, right. uh, I don't know what the problem is, but uh, do you find it? Do you when you do go when you do go out, say, to the grocery store or the yeah. pharmacy? Uh, do you find it eerie? You know, when you go you know, a, a little, like a little creepier than it used to be. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it's uh, it, it's just a different world that we're we live in, you know. And so, you know, like even this podcast. I mean, I know we're socially distancing, but I I, I was wondering if I should wear a mask because I'm within six feet of my. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't got if it gets that bad where yeah. you know you can you can no longer you can no you can only have uh you know no more than six people at a time on a remote podcast you know when they start when they start when they start limiting social gatherings uh, i noticed online. i've been i've been paying attention more to my oral health because when you got that face mask on you're walking around on the grocery you're like so yeah that's what my breath smells like okay yeah all right and even uh, when you like it doesn't smell bad, you're like, that's just what my normal breath smells like. Ah, okay. So that, that's where the whiskey comes in handy. That's right. Right. It's like, right, it's right. like mouthwash. It's away. Oaky mouthwash. Kills all those and, bacteria and, that uh, and, and, and I like the reference exactly. you made before. You know, you're wearing sunglasses and a mask. If somebody were to actually try to rob someplace and, and the police come, do you have a description? Well, he was wearing a mask. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to, and that doesn't narrow it down very much, does it? Well, that, so, they'll just compliment him. Oh, well, that at least he was a conscientious robber, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking out for everyone's safety. Oh, yeah. So, what is your what does your day consist of? Tell me, tell me what a, a day in the life of Jeff Gage at Stay at Home is all about. Uh, well, uh. You know, I get up and I check my emails. What time do you get up? What time do you uh, get up the same? Do you get up the same time that you I, normally used to get up? Yeah, or, I get or, up or later. I, I, I well, I didn't at first. You know what? I did uh, when we first started this whole thing. The first three weeks, I kind of took it as almost like a vacation, which I shouldn't have, but I did. Because you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, had booze at home and I was drinking. It's like I don't have to get up tomorrow, you know, so. But lately, yeah. I've been getting up because I am a realtor, even though the market's kind of at a standstill. It's a, I, I was going to get to that, yeah. but we'll continue. Yeah. But uh, so, you know, you still work on aspects of your, you know, your, your business, you know, websites and email and keeping in contact with your clients and just trying to make sure everybody's OK. You know, that's uh, basically and, you know, watching the news to find out what's going on. I think we're all probably obsessed with that to the point where it's sickening. And now I try not to watch it, you know, I how much, how much I'm curious, how much do you watch and how much do you digest and and how much, and who's next to a train? M&O railroad is, is, uh, is, uh, got the train whistle. They so are right next much, to the train tracks. Yeah, yeah, how much how, how much are you paying attention to, and how much are you digesting, and 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 uh, and well, how do you you get yeah, those news you, feeds on your phone? So it's like every time you know something comes up, you look at it. And it's like, oh god, I can't believe you know that idiot said that. You know, so you, you you just look at things, and you I try to separate myself from it now, you know, because you only need the information that you need, right? And which is for my wife, who's a hairstylist, it's very important too, because you know her business is shut down. So, right, uh, we're very con conscientious of what the governor's saying when they're going to allow certain businesses to reopen. Um, you know whether it's safe or not to do that. You know, 
So everybody's making their own assessments. Obviously, everybody's now a virologist, you know, so. Sure. Uh, amateur. We, uh, we, we, we've made some jokes about hair. Uh, Hansberry always seems to be nicely groomed. Whitney's wearing a hat this week. My shit's out of control. So by you having a a hairstylist at home, you there's no danger of you being uh, ungroomed. Nice. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for you. Yeah. Nice job, buddy. Oh, yeah, great. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She does. She does a great job, I think. Yeah. Right. So it's you're hard. her only. You're her only client right I, now. Right now, yeah. Unfortunately for her. Yeah. Do you uh, tip uh, well? I get it. Yes, I do. I That's tip right. very well. I, so, cook, I cooked dinner today. Ah, <laughs> there you go. So let me ask you this. I know you're in the real estate business, and, and you mentioned earlier that that's changed as well. And uh, we have some friends that are, are listening on Facebook Live. Sarah Miller's in the real estate Sarah, business, yeah. and uh, I believe some of the other people that have been listening are. It, it's it's how does How does that world changed i mean are you still doing open houses are you still taking people through places to i mean people still want to buy a house yeah or sell a house yeah so money how is that how's that yeah. changed um it, everything's virtual just like what we're doing just like this your podcast uh instead of having everybody around a table uh everybody's doing remotes uh we're seeing uh, virtual open houses. Uh, they've stopped doing open houses. So uh, you can't have more than, you know, a, a certain number of people. In a, and a, a lot of uh, sellers don't want a bunch of people in their house. Right. At this point, I, I get right. that. So, but, if I'm uh, buy, but, but if I'm buying a house and I'm right. serious about it, I don't think of, I don't think a virtual tour. I could, I, I could take a virtual tour prior to actually seeing it's the virtual tour that makes me want to go see the house exactly. in person. Right. Right. Exactly. Okay. So I can still do that at some point. If I really, if I'm really serious, like I really want to buy this house, but I, I kind of got to, I kind of want to walk through it myself. Well, yeah. You want to put your own eyeballs on it and right. uh, look around and get a feel for, and mm -hmm. you know, there's things that you see there that you don't see on a video. Obviously it's a go through the pantry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's it, it's it's just a, a whole shift in the way the markets, uh, you know, people are doing transactions now. Even from the the closings, I mean, uh, some people are having their closing packages mailed to them and signing them and sending them back. So uh, mm -hmm. as a, as opposed to going over it with with an attorney present, you know. So uh, it's 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 difficult. We'll get through it. You know, uh, markets always change, you know, it's just how we adapt, you know, you have, uh, to, uh, you have to improvise. Improvise. Yeah. Which is what you do. And which I want to get to in just a second. I want to comment. Yeah. Amanda Wood, I like the hair, Dino. It's a Mandy Patinkin <laughs> Homeland look, which is what I was going for. <laughs> yeah. Not, and, not. And you are, Speaking of Mandy Patinkin, you are a song and dance man, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am a song right. and dance man. That's right. <laughs> that's very uh, funny, Amanda. That's, Thank that's, you. That's flattering. Uh, Sarah says the closings are happening in their vehicles as well. Yep. I, I wow. that going yeah. on as well. Yeah. Uh, we, could, we could probably do a whole show on just real estate alone, so we'll make a note of that. But what I want to ask you before we uh, switch back over to the, to the boys at M&O, 
is that, you know, you have been on our show as uh, an improv comedian. You've been on the premise, uh, just kicking ass and, 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 and being a, a complete delight while you're home. I, I have to think that comedically your, your mind has also raced to some interesting things and thoughts. Yeah. Comedically speaking. I mean, if you were to go on stage, say tomorrow from an improvisational point of view, and would you be able just to, to just to riff eternally on, on, on the last eight weeks that we've been quarantined and, and staying at home? Well, I mean, you know, I, yeah, I was socially distancing in comedy before it was cool. You know, I could walk a room <laughs> in, a, in a heartbeat. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I did see a guy. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, it was all over social media. The guy in the Klan hood at the grocery store. Um, yeah. Uh, instead of a, a mask and, a, you know, and, you know, my first thought was I, I didn't realize you could purchase ignorance with food stamps. And when did they start carrying that at Costco? Uh, it's, it's in section 13. Yeah. It's section 13. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, you ch it's hard to find humor in this. But you, you, you know, you, you you'd go nuts if you start. Get, I see people posting stuff about how they're down, and and you know, the one thing we got to do is just keep our spirits up, and you know, right. realize that uh, there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel, and we just got to kind of move forward, you know, because we're all in the are same you, boat. I, I, I that's, which. Brings me to the question, and a lot of people that are that are actually tuning in right now and, and watching on Facebook Live. I don't mean to besmirch the message at all, but are we tiring of the cliches? Are we are we are we tiring? Uh, you know, all the things all the things that 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 are sincerely important to say. We're all in this together, you know, uh, yeah. together but apart. You know, stay safe, stay healthy. Have they lost their resonance? Uh, yeah, if you own an AR-15, yeah. If you own an AR-15 and you're protesting on Amy Acton's lawn, uh, yeah, apparently it's not resonating with those folks. Right. But uh, it, I don't know. I, the thing is, we, we all want what's best for society, I would hope, you know. So we we're all we are all in this together. Uh, yeah, this virus doesn't you know pick a certain party or a certain uh, race or religion. It it does it doesn't discriminate. It uh, it's a virus, you know, and uh, it can happen to any of us. And I tell you what, after talking to my wife's family in New York City, uh, who are uh, firefighters and paramedics, right, and the devastation. Uh, of what that city's gone through. Well, my, my daughter, I, 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 in, my daughter in New York as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it's kind of harrowing to see pictures of Park Avenue and there's nobody on the streets in New York City. Mm -hmm. You know, it's they're taking it serious. Um, but you know, here in these rural areas where we're kind of more spread out, it doesn't seem to be. Not everyone here knows somebody knows affected. Somebody. You know. Uh, so it, it, it hasn't hit us personally as much as it has, I think people in other areas of the country. 
So what but, are you doing at home to keep your spirits up? Uh, Netflix. <laughs> watching a ton of series and uh, stupid shit. And uh, have you watched the Tiger Fucker or Tiger? Uh, I have not watched Tiger Fucker. No, no, no. I've watched Tiger King. Tiger Fucker. Oh, Tiger Fucker might be uh, something that you know. I, 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 I might. I might. He wasn't doing something with those tigers. <laughs> I I got a bad feeling about that guy. And we just and well, we just found out that Nicholas Cage is going to actually play him in the uh, in this in the series that they're going to make. Nicholas Cage is going to play Joe Exotic. Uh, in, in an eight-part series, uh, it's gonna be the first time he's done television. So there's a couple actions, there's a couple series that are being about about the Tiger King, but uh, he's already but got no, the outfits. But Tiger, yeah, no shit, right, Hasbro? Right. But, but Tiger, Tiger Fucker might be a uh, you know something that people could stream for a couple episodes. I don't. I think. With it, hey, you I got think, I think people, you know, start getting your heads together. Let's get a script together. <laughs> Does anybody uh, else find, find the irony in Nick Cage? <laughs> Tiger King. Tiger King guy, yeah. All right. So I just me. I just see him wanting to change the character on some level, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Can I yeah. make him a vampire? Oh, yeah. vampire, a vampire, a vampire. <laughs> no, no, you I'm can't. A vampire. <laughs> Can I make him a superhero? Can I make him a superhero? <laughs> no, no, you can't. Can I make him gay? He's already gay. Oh. Can I make him I a gay know. vampire? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my daughter says people are still ignorant in New York. Oh, there's some areas where people aren't following, where some people are following the rules and others aren't. Yeah. Yeah, that's the part that I I, I can't comprehend. And we're, in, and we're starting to open up things more here in Ohio. So um, I, I don't know what I'll, on what level, Jeff, do you worry about your livelihood? I mean, comedically, you always say that you jump with the chance to do anything. You join us up on stage whenever you can, but that's not your bread and butter right, right. now. What you do for a living as a real estate agent is is your is your bread and butter, and what your wife Kathy does as a hairstylist is her bread and butter. And both of those, uh, one one on your level is not is 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 not out of the water, but it's compromised. But yeah. her, she's until the the governor says it's okay to get a haircut. You know, she's she's been uh, out of work for the last you know two months. Well, so, it, yeah, and I tell you, it's been hell too trying to navigate the uh, this system that they have in place for these uh, small business loans. Of course, the first batch of money went real quick to unfortunately a lot of people who didn't deserve small business loans, and uh, so she was cut out of that. Looks as though she might get into the next round. We still haven't received any money there. So um, she actually, her clientele have been really great. They got uh, the clientele of her salon at Texture on Fifth. They did a GoFundMe page where they raised a good amount of money that can keep the doors, well, closed. Yet the business. I got you. I got you. No, no, I get it. I get it. uh, Months, but uh, you know, just we can't rely on just charity of everyone. You know. Uh, you've got to at some point be able to access the things that the government has in store for us too. Um, some people like us who are self-employed weren't able to file for unemployment either, you know? 
So they've changed that. Uh, they changed that as well. Yeah, yeah. it's going to change here pretty soon, apparently, from what I gather. But mm-hmm. so, you know, you're living off your savings. And, you know, fortunately, we didn't uh, invest all of it into a, a distillery. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys having some, some which, match for dinner tonight? Which is a beer. <laughs> Yeah. Out of Which, yeah. I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> yeah. We'll send, I'll send a pizza. <laughs> Which is a beautiful segue back to the boys. Back Jeff Gage, the- just slide on down the virtual couch for a second. Jeff Gage, everybody, who we love on a regular basis and hope to have him back alive uh, with the premise. quarter numbers. Which someday, which will be back at Shadowbox Live. That's a beautiful segue back to the boys at oh, MO. If you're just joining us in the middle of this podcast, Doug McLaughlin and Mike Roscoe are with us, uh, the, the co owners and founders of MO Spirits in Asheville, Ohio. Just the stones throw away from the, from the, uh, uh, the Circleville Pumpkin Show. And, uh, and and I guess that's why one of the bottles you had was the pumpkin spice. Was that an homage, if you will, to the Circle Bowl Pumpkin Show? Our uh, original location was going to be um, in Circleville, and then uh, the building got sold from out from under us. So we ended up going a little bit north into Asheville. I had actually produced the uh, pumpkin spice for the mayor to, to have something for the pumpkin show. So it was intended. But it, we're still in the same county. This is all good. It's all good. All right. So <laughs> let's let's talk about um, this. Oh yes. This is something that is not quite. This is not available yet. Correct. Not yet. O- October first. That will be available in agencies. Um, I- we have an experimental barrel 000 that we're trying to get approved for uh, July 1st, just out of the distillery. Um, but uh, the rest of it's going to be available um, October 1st in the agencies. 123 proof. This is the MO Black. <laughs> can, is there anything you can tell us about it without doing a spoiler alert? Now, First thing is uh, what you have is directly from the barrel. So right from the barrel. Um, I watched him do it. I watched him do it. Bottle is going to be at ninety proof. So um, we don't have enough barrels yet to be able to provide a cast strength yet, but we're 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 looking into that uh, eventually down the road. But uh, so when this comes out in October, it when this comes out in October to be what proof? Ninety. 90, 90, 90. Right now, what I'm drinking here is 123. Correct. Yes. And I'm and, and this is the, the this is the sample that I I funneled in from the bottle that John gave me. So as you can see, <laughs> let me just let me see. It's a little bottle called Dino's Drippings, <laughs> which which sadly may may mean something else in the next couple of years. But for oh. now, for now, for now, uh, I'm going to take another sip of this. Are you enjoying the black? I got to tell you, this for sale is wonderful. Congratulations. Thank you very much. This, this, 
is going to kick some ass when it gets on the market. Oh, it's really good. It's really this good. This is really, really good. Uh, I'll be curious to see and taste what it's like at 90 because at 123 proof, uh, this has an amazing finish. Mm -hmm. It's very smooth going in. It's got... It's got a great nose, and, and, and I just took that swig about what thirty seconds ago. Yeah, and I can still, I can still taste it. I can still feel it, not in a burn way, just in a tasteful way. So it's got a nice long finish, which I love in any type of whiskey or bourbon that I drink. I like, I, I love a nice long finish, and this has a much longer finish than this one, which is a hundred proof. So uh, interesting. So I don't know what I don't know what you did differently here, but uh, but surprisingly, pretty... um, we, we use the same bourbon mash for both smoke and, and black. The black is distilled three times. Smoke is distilled twice. Um, the aging process is a little different on the black, where we we age it in a new oak, uh, new charred oak barrel for one year. At one year, at the one year mark, we add ten soaked water soaked staves back into that barrel. So we double oak it at one year, and then we we age it until it's right, and then we're gonna bottle it. And that'll be available in October. Yeah, that'll be October, October first. It'll be in the agencies. Uh, some of my friends are asking if uh, that don't live here in Central Ohio. Uh, how can we, can they order the uh, M&O whiskey online? Is that possible Ohio or not? not allow us to do no, I didn't think so. No, they cannot. No, I, I knew the answer to that. <laughs> I knew the answer to that. You can't do it online. It's against the law. Sorry, Polly. Can't do it. <laughs> um, but this, yeah, this. Uh, Jamie says, Dino, you look like you're in love. Well... <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm a little smitten right now, at the very least. This is really good stuff, man. I mean, when he, when he, yeah. We're excited about it. Yeah. Can't wait to get it out. This is what I meant, Dino, when I said I think these guys are doing some really good work down there. Uh, well, good stuff. The, uh, the bottle of smoke that we had as the guest bottle is an indication of they are doing some good work. This is an example. This is like, it, it's almost like I gave you a homework assignment and said, okay, your smoke was very good. Now, if you could go back and improve upon that, what would you do? And and this this would be this would be your A plus right here coming up in October. This this is an A A A plus. So for all the kids out there doing homeschooling, that's right. Zoom homework pays off. All right, so. Collectively, Jeff, you're still with us. Yep. Doug, Mike, you're still with us. Yep. As as we and, and and also John Whitney and Greg Hansberry as well. None of us collectively have any idea how much longer we're going to have to deal with our situations. They are even when things start to open up a little bit and things get a little more lax. Uh, we're still going to have to deal with 
what some people are saying is the second wave and 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 and, and stay and stay at home distancing will 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 uh will continue as, as this month till till may 29th um and i'm asking this individually of all of us my, my boys john greg jeff doug mike Give another one. E emotionally no. are you prepared Oh what? shit! There's a cable. I think I did something wrong. <laughs> what did John do wrong? Uh, there was like an echo, and I thought it was coming from the phone that was sitting on somebody's lap, and yeah. I think they were using that as their speaker. Yeah. And uh, I kicked them off. He's gonna have to no. walk back in. <laughs> I can still see Doug. But Doug, Doug I can't can hear us. We're uh, it's getting pretty choppy. The audio is getting. Pretty, pretty choppy for is us. he back on we're, we're all right these are the beauties of uh doing things live. live so can all you right. hear us at all or no oh well no here we go can doug hear me can jeff hear me yeah all right so uh i'll bring the question back to the boys what uh, johnny are they done are they out no no i don't on? i don't know can can you hear us at all doug, doug can you hear me can you hear me doug can you yeah, hear me mike all right. Okay. Did you hear the question that I asked earlier before we went kaput? Yeah. Yeah. You did? No. no Moving forward, are you guys all emotionally prepared on some level to deal with and with whatever might come next? Jeff Gage? Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. You, you, it's either that or you know blow your brains out so <laughs> not ready yeah. for that yet so yeah you you know you take take life as it comes every day you know? okay. so we'll just have to deal with whatever we're you know do you know you you play the hand you're dealt put in the right. terms yeah yep. Exactly. Right. yep which is what i've been dealing with on a on a daily basis uh i deal the hand that i've been dealt uh as far as uh, the day-to-day -day goes, I find in hindsight that that maybe I am built for isolation. I get to some points. I get to yeah. some points where where my friends go, "Oh man, it'll be so great when we can all get back together again and, and you know and hang out in the same bar and 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 talk for hours on end." And, and there's a part of me that says, "Yeah," and there's a part of me that goes like. Eh, will it? Will it be good? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I got to get in the car. I got to park. <laughs> will it? Will it really be good? <laughs> I'm not just sure. And then the other thing too, if we're in, if we go back to our bars and they go and they do the safe distancing and stools have to be six feet apart from each other, is it? Is this how a conversation is going to go? What? What did you do yesterday? <laughs> yeah, you know, are we gonna be screaming at each other? Because you're not gonna be able to have those intimate, close conversations. I mean, obviously, Doug and Mike. Obviously, you guys are okay. You're sitting right next to each other, Bo. Yeah, they've already yeah. broken the seal. You broke right. the seal. You're good. So, so Jeff, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna move on. You're not gonna blow your brains out, John Whitney. You're not back to actually going into the office yet, right? No, but I think in the next couple of weeks we'll be going in every once in a while for any video shoots we need to do and we have some projects that are happening so they actually have to have to be delivered in june so 
we're, we're trying to figure out how to do that. And uh, it's difficult, man, to do projects when you're, it's all phone calls and, and zoom meetings. And it's just, ah, I'm done. Is, I, is I just want to go. Is, yeah, it want, is. You want to go back. Yeah, because there's parts of projects where, you know, you have to deal with people that are the subject matter experts. And it's easier just to do a little drive-by in their office to go, hey, what did you mean by this? It's so much easier that way to produce videos that way. And, and uh, I just miss – I miss getting in the car and listening to Mark Merritt on the way to work and, and just, and just uh, relaxing and drinking my coffee for 25 minutes too. You know, it's just – I'm done. I, I want to go back to work, man. <laughs> I, I have one more follow-up question after I get done with everybody. Hansberry, I know that you're actually still going into the studios. You guys are yeah. actually still going in and doing your thing. So Yeah, so uh, my, my daily routine hasn't changed in, in that much in terms of work, but you know, I got a lot of shit, you know, for the skateboarding thing, obviously. But obviously. But, but those are the things that I have to have to like kind of find my my uh, fun in is when when it's a nice day and i could go ride the skateboard and the bike with the kid to the ballpark or whatever or else we're just sitting here watching tv all all damn day so i you know i think kind of kind of a combination of what everybody's saying you got to deal with what's with what's with the cards that are dealt you man and have a little whiskey along the way and just and wear a helmet and to our friends from mno you know like i said you got into this game uh, just a couple of years ago and the last couple of months have been a hard blow and looking forward to the next six to nine months, it, it has to rattle your brain a little bit as to where things are going to go and have you mentally and financially prepared to move forward. Um. With um, financially, we're we're so young. We're we're trying to just uh, survive at this point. Um, right. We're at, at this point. Marketing's a little bit tricky, so we're trying to. Um, uh, our, our, our best <laughs> effort is to trying to get into more agencies so that we're more visible on the shelf, so that more people can have access to our product. That would help us the most. Um, at, at this point, we're we're still putting money our own money back into it to, to keep it to keep it moving so um you know we're you know we're we're gonna keep at it we're not gonna we're not gonna quit because of this we need to keep going we've got some good products and I, i'm i'm proud of it and i think we can keep moving forward as well you should be as yeah. well you should be proud of them they're very tasty um they're they're actually delicious especially the one that's coming up in october uh uh that one really tickled my fancy my whiskey fancy as it were but the smoke is is great too and you have other great products as well that people should try so uh, i mentioned a couple places uh, i will i will uh reiterate again uh chateau spirits in uh, players parkway uh wylands right here in clintonville is carrying the mno giant eagle in grandview those are the three that i frequent on a regular basis that i'm aware of there's some other ones in central ohio as well so just when you go to your local agency if they don't have some mno spirits say you know why not and and, and get our boys in Asheville uh on the shelf because shelf space is is a very valuable space right now as far as your product goes so we hope that we can do our part here on whiskey business to help 
uh, move that along a little bit. So congratulations and, and continued success, gentlemen. I really appreciate you we being with us tonight. It. Thank you so much. No, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to come down there in person and actually uh, uh, share some stuff too. Actually, actually, hopefully by freaking October, things will be back to some sort of normalcy. <laughs> and I could actually, when you guys release this for real, maybe a whiskey business can come right. down there for the debut. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, that, that would be nice. Do a behind the bottle or something? That'd be we'll, we'll do a behind the bottle. Here, here's how I'll incorporate this whole podcast. We'll come and do a behind the bottle for the black, right? Mm -hmm. We'll bring Jeff, and Jeff will show me some commercial real estate in Asheville. That, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> make a you day know, of it. They're, they're make a day of it. Then I can actually, you know. <laughs> so, so if the second wave comes in the late fall, Jeff will have a cabin for me somewhere in Asheville where I can finally snap and write my manifesto. <laughs> you got Sounds it all figured great. out. Right. All of a sudden, Dino's going to be living in the Rick house. Yeah. Jeff, yeah. <laughs> Who's the homeless hey, man back there? Hey, trust me. Barrels? Trust me. Financially speaking, I'm in no better shape than any of you. So, yeah. The Rick house. The Rick House could be, you know, just uh, air mattress in the Rick House. I, I could, I could, I could, I could do that. Um, <laughs> the new M and O bottle is going to be called Black John John Osbeck. Black, black, like my heart. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're gonna start wrapping things up here tonight. Uh, I. <laughs> I want to thank uh, our guests from MO Spirits, Doug McLaughlin and Mike Orozco, for being with us. Gentlemen, again, let me just reiterate it and say again, continued success. God bless. Uh, you are you are on the right path with your whiskeys, and we and we wish you nothing but the best. So good luck to you. Thank you so much. To our buddy and, and also, I don't know how much money you spent on the shirts, but god damn it, well worth it. Damn. Well worth it. Well worth it. Even if there's only two of them. Yeah, uh, the, there are uh, only two. The only two. <laughs> they don't have bad. Well done. They're nice. Yeah. Jeff Free. Gage. Jeff Gage. Let me just. Uh, where's Jeff at? Where's Jeff? Uh oh, do we lose Jeff? There he is. Uh, uh, yeah. Here I am. Hey, hey buddy. Uh, oh, there he is. I was like, I felt like I was on the Brady Bunch. Hey. Right. <laughs> to Jeff Gage. It's the black. It's the black. It's 123 flower. Buy it. <laughs> <laughs> to Jeff Gage, I just want to say sincerely, uh, I've said this when we were down at Shadow Box. You are truly, on a day to day basis, one of the funniest people that I know. Uh, we've been friends for, God, what, 30 years now, at yeah, least? Yeah, at least. At least. Yeah, and you still, and you still make me laugh. You made me laugh from the minute you came on the podcast uh, <laughs> tonight, and you always continue to make me laugh. We oh. look forward, we look forward to having you on cool. future installments of the premise. Or whiskey, but you stepped up tonight and just decided to join us to talk about whatever. And I had no agenda with you. I really didn't. I just wanted Jeff Gage. I just wanted the essence of Gage on the podcast tonight <laughs> to kind of to kind of spread some humor and joy, and some also some some insightfulness too, because you're a very smart guy. You're a very intelligent guy, and uh, you know I I appreciate and respect what you have to say about our current situation and the fact that you lace it with humor. Is all the better. So thank you, buddy, for being with well, us tonight. Hey, I really you. appreciate it. I all really right. appreciate it. Um, also to Greg Hansberry, dude, 
Stay the fuck off a skateboard. Just, Thanks for my just, award. You're welcome. There it is. Hansberry. <laughs> winner of the first, you know, uh, stay-at-home mistake award of the week. Um, it actually, proud. it actually trumped mine today. I had oh, one today. Oh yeah, you're acting like it's all me. What was yours? <laughs> Honestly, I had a, uh, I had a pound of use it or lose it uh, bacon in the refrigerator today, <laughs> and I, 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 I used it, which is fine, but I also ate it, ate it all, <laughs> all of it. All of it. One pound of bacon, like in an hour. Stupid. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And let me tell you what. It is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you get some staples in the heart for that one. <laughs> yes. uh. Right. Right. Yeah. That was my 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 uh, my stay-at-home mistake of the day. I don't know well, about the week. All right. Let but, me do the uh, business. My, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. Oh, all right. Okay. John Whitney. Ahead. Yeah. John what? Whitney. What? Thank you. Just, just, just thank you, man. Oh, thank uh, you. Hansberry is, yeah. is uh, take takes care of all the audio stuff. He's been infirmed. So, is our audio version of the podcast up yet? Yeah, it's up. Yep. It's up. It's up. Whitney had the YouTube version from last week with the girls from uh, Red Tent Revival, which was uh, uh, tickle, tickles and pokes. Tickles, tickles and pokes. pokes. <laughs> yeah, Zion Unit and Julia Keep is up for you to listen to. Tomorrow is Wednesday. A new whiskey wisdom will be up for, from John Whitney. Oh shit! I gotta do that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do yeah, another yeah, whiskey. I got, wisdom. I got one ready to go. I just have to. I've been responding. So, uh, so Hansberry, do the business before I do the official goodbye. Go ahead. Fair enough. Uh, Mospirits.com to for uh, our buddies uh, down there in Asheville. Whiskeybusinesspod.com. Subscribe to your favorite uh, podcasting app. Rate and review us. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you very much. Subscribe and click on the little bell icon, and that will let you uh, will notify you whenever we post a new video. Uh, same thing with Facebook. Please share, uh, invite friends to like us, et cetera, et cetera. Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I think that's it. TikTok, Disney Plus. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. Is there any way we can get involved in, in a package deal? Uh, some <laughs> of the late. Some of the late comments out tonight. I don't know if Sarah says Pub Out Back had a few bottles. I don't know if they I don't know if she's talking about MO spirits. Uh, but if they do, all the better. Um a lot of people were happy to see Jeff Gage on there and Ralph Scott being one of them. Love me some Jeff Gage. Yeah. And uh oh, 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 a little slight to you there, John Whitney. What? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I saw that. Yeah, don't let your video producer <laughs> drink during the podcast. I I disagree. I would have it no other way than my yeah, voice to drink baby. during the podcast. You know what? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really that. I'm not drunk at all. I'm, I'm barely buzzed. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm working on it. You know how many times I've heard that over the course of the last four years? I'm not drunk. I'm good. I'm good. I'm not, I'm not falling off park benches. <laughs> So I got oh, that. That's you. Oh, wait a minute. I never fell off. You fell off a park bench. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. Oh, I don't ever fall off a park bench. Yeah. Uh, that was I, me. I, I, you know, I'm not going to say anything because the minute I say something, something bad's going to happen to me that you guys will be able to shame me for forever today. I, right now, I'm 
prefer to hold all the cards and shame both of you That's on right. a regular. There we go. Hansberry. <laughs> you just make it so easy. You just make it so easy. Dude, stay safe. You know I love you. You're the son I never wanted. So please stay that way and uh, take care of yourself. All right. We're going to wrap things up officially. I am Dino Tripotas. This is Whiskey Business, a Never the Luck production produced on the video side by the always capable, and even if he's drinking, John Whitney. There he is. Produced on the audio side by the son I never wanted, but I consider him to be one nonetheless. And I worry about you, fucker. Greg Hansberry. Uh, I want to thank our guest, the incomparable, always funny, entertaining Jeff Gage, ladies and gentlemen, by his houses. And of course, from MO Spirits, Doug McLaughlin and Mike Orozco. Yeah, buy their products, visit their distillery. All right. And so, my friends, until the next uh, bottle. See ya. I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I, I hope so, man. I'm tired. <laughs> who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> I know, right?